Welcome to Hope Assembly of God Online. We believe no matter the journey, there is always hope. This is a recording of our live Sunday sermon, unedited, uncut, real. We're excited to have Christy Burnham with us. Uh, Her parents, uh, well, I won't say this about her mom, but her dad was the pastor here when I was in preschool. And... uh, (laughs) You're welcome, buddy. I won't say when it really was. Not quite preschool. Early elementary uh, for that. But anyway, uh, she, part of her growing up time was spent here at uh, this church. And I didn't know the family then, but I can only imagine how exciting it would be for us that a few years later to have someone that grew up in our church come back that's involved in ministry and sharing their heart. And some of you were here when the Holtz were here. How, m- how many of you were here? Yeah, f- quite a few of you were here. And um, I mean, I-, I-, I would imagine it being very exciting for you to have her come back. And I know she's excited uh, to be back uh, here. Christy is the director of Cornerstone Women's, uh, Women's Resource Center and just does a phenomenal, phenomenal job. We, I had posted online something that I was thinking about this week in, in preparation, that pro-life is not just a vote, but it's a choice to live by truth and grace. We're going to talk about that a little bit more towards the end of the service. It's not just about the vote, and the vote is important. I'm not telling you who to vote for. I wouldn't do that. But I am telling you to vote and that it does matter. It does make a difference. We look at millions of votes, and what, what vote is my, what is my vote going to matter? Here's where it matters. It matters in your own heart. That's where it matters. It, it, it's fulfilling your responsibility. So do that. I won't tell you that. Uh, be prayerful about your vote. Be prayerful about it. Let the Lord lead and guide you uh, in doing that. But remember that pro-life is not just a vote. It's a choice to live by truth and grace. And she's going to share a lot about truth and love and grace today. Let's welcome Christy Burnham to our church this morning. Wow, good morning. This is almost surreal being back here. Uh, I, a lot of things I want to share, but before we get started, I actually, if the video is ready, we're going to show just a short video. Thank you. What if you could save a life, or even two? Today, a pregnant woman may walk through our doors in need of help and hope. Her baby safely tucked in her womb, a future full of potential. Yet it's also very unknown. The fear and despair she's feeling is met with the world's promise that it could all be over with just one choice. A few little pills or a quick surgery and she can go on with her life. But we know that's not the truth. We know there is a better choice for her and for her baby. And each day we offer encouragement and support as we talk with her about the days to come. We believe she can have her baby and her future too because you are the difference maker. Your monthly partnership can literally help a young woman choose life. It will provide a solid foundation and a steady source of support. Your faithful gift each month of $30, $50, $100 or more can change and save lives. 
That's one daily latte, your favorite cheeseburger, or a fancy bottle of water. This is your moment to give a monthly gift that will impact generations. Will you please partner with us today? So there's a lot that I could say uh, about my memories from being here back in the 80s, but I tried to condense it because I know you probably don't want to be here for two hours, and Pastor Randy told me I only have about 30 minutes, so I'll try to... I don't think I'm quite as long-winded as my dad, although he did, he did give me some of that gift, <laughs> and he will admit that, so I'm not saying anything he doesn't already agree with. <laughs> but I'll tell you, being up on this, this platform... Here's a, here's a memory. I remember, so when we moved here in 1982, I was nine. We moved in 1987 when my dad was called to another ministry position out in Pittsburgh when I was almost 15. So many of you that were here saw me grow up a little bit during that time period. I remember probably around the age of 12, my dad had asked me to start singing at times, you know, sharing a special song. And, uh, I think within a year or so that I started doing that, he got real comfortable with that, and, and he just would come to me the day or two before Sunday and say, Christy, here's what I'm preaching on this Sunday. Do you have a song that you can do for that? <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks for uh, the long notice. I'll try to come up with something. Hey, I love my parents. I love that they came here today um, to support me. And, I, and because of my dad pushing me, and my mom, both of them, but especially in that particular instance, uh, they prepared me for, for more ministry that I was going to be involved in. I learned to be flexible, to be impromptu at times when needed. Uh, and I've, I've had a lot of ministry opportunities over the years. Uh, a couple other things I want to share about some memories. When I was thinking back to the time being here, um, here's a couple things I thought of. I remember having asparagus for the first time over at the Broccolello's house. Janet, yeah, your parents. Um, yeah, my very first experience. I mean, if, if I had it before that, Mom, I don't remember, uh, but that's what I remember being at your parents' house on the farm. Uh, I remember swimming in the Gaetano's pool up the road. Yeah, a uh, lot of good times doing that, and also walking around and exploring the mushroom farm. That was before the um, soccer arena was built. I think it was that you were just starting to build it. Uh, so good memories there. Some of you might remember Sister Mary back in the day. I remember going to her house, her little tiny apartment, but she had this massive table that she could pull out and stretch across, one of these fold-out tables that would stretch across her entire living room, and she would make the homemade gnocchis, and we would just like sit there and wait. She'd be making them in front of us, you know, grinding them out with her little, <laughs> her little tool. Oh, love that. She was a, she was a dear um, woman of God. Uh, the, you know, there's been many that were here back then that have gone on to heaven since then, including my sister, who, uh, Vonnie, who you would remember, uh, was here. She, she stepped into heaven, uh, just a little over two years ago, and, um, that's still hard to believe, but thank God for the hope we have. Thank God. You know, I know, uh, Pastor Randy just recently, I, I heard that he had lost one of his brothers and we, we don't know the time that we have here on earth, but we, we thank God for the time we have that he gives us and that, that we pray that we will use it in the most um, wise and efficient way to serve him and to love him and to love others, right? That's really what it all comes down to. 
Uh, so those are just a few brief memories I, I wanted to share. You all, and, and I know that there's people here that I haven't met yet that are you know new since back in the 80s, um, but your church just holds a special place in my heart, and I hope you always know that, and I, I'm thankful that we've been able to keep our connections with several of you over the years, because I'm not that far away where I'm living over in Salem County. Uh, so thank you. <laughs> and thank you for supporting with Cornerstone. I will tell you just real briefly how I got involved in Cornerstone. Well, uh, you know, as you know, Linda here uh, has been involved with Cornerstone. She was one of our board members uh, years ago. And there's been different connections all through the years. Uh, but my dad has been on the board of Cornerstone probably for 20 years or more at this point. It's been a while. Uh, so I started, um, I made a decision to start volunteering at Cornerstone back in 2010. And I did that for five years, and I was really enjoying that, working with clients, you know, just doing a um, couple hours each week, what I was able to fit in with my schedule. And then in 2015, there was an opening for our Get Real program, which I'll tell you about in a few minutes. Uh, but I thought, you know what, I, I think I want to do this, and it was going to be a reduction in pay from where I was working before, but I just was really feeling called to be more involved at Cornerstone and, and back in some more uh, ministry so I decided to make that change. And by the way, one of our Get Real presenters actually on our staff came today, uh, Brianna, and she just uh, started with us back in the summer and she's doing an amazing job already, so I'm just so thankful for her too. Uh, so then uh, Sue Smith, our previous director, uh, some of you may remember Sue, uh, she was an amazing woman and she's another one who stepped into eternity just a little over a year ago. We, Still miss her so much. It's still hard to believe that she's not here. But again, we know we're going to see her again. And I, I always go back to that hope. So uh, praise the Lord for that. Sue came to me one day in 2016 and said, Christy, I'm looking to retire in about a year. And I think you might be the person <laughs> to step in, into this position. What do you think about that? And I said, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that, um, but if that's what God has, I'm totally open to it because I have a passion for all that we do here at Cornerstone, and I have no idea what it will take to be a director. She said, oh, it'll be fine. I'm going to train you. You know, we'll have the next year. I'll mentor you. Okay. And that's, that's how we did it. So it was a great way to transition. And so in 2017, June of 2017 is when I stepped into the director position. So it's been, uh, you know, almost five and a half years now. And I love it. I love that I get to do this for my job. <laughs> I hope that all of you can say the same about your jobs. Um, I, it, it's not, you know, and this is what I tell my kids. I have two kids, by the way, a son and daughter. I tell them, you know, uh, it's nice if you can make a good amount of money from your job, but that is not the reason that you do the job that you do. It's got to be about where God has called you to and your passion. And he's given me such a passion for this ministry. And I just, I consider it an honor that I get to go in every day and, and get paid to do what I do, what I love. So, um, Again, thank you, because you're a big part of that. The support that you give it enables our staff, you know, to get paid so that we can continue to minister. So um, that's a little bit of, of my story when it comes to Cornerstone. But I do have a lot to tell you, and hopefully I'll be able to fit it in here. Um, so I'm not keeping you all, you know, past your lunch plans. Uh, <laughs> but Cornerstone Women's Resource Center has been providing no-cost, life-affirming support in Salem and Cumberland counties since 1983. So we are in our 39th year, and we give God all the praise, you know, that we're able to continue on forward every year, year after year. 
And it's very exciting for me to have the opportunity. I go to a lot of churches um, throughout the year and to be able to share about the ongoing quest to rescue women, men, and children from the trauma of abortion. But before I do that, it's important for you to understand some recent changes regarding abortion in order to comprehend the challenges that we face. And some of you might be familiar with these changes, but I still like to put it out there because maybe you don't know all the details about it. So last April, the FDA, or the Food and Drug Administration, temporarily lifted its restrictions on obtaining the abortion pill, which is also called chemical or medical abortion, that would require a doctor visit first. They lifted that restriction. So now women can do a telemed appointment online and the abortion pill is mailed to them. Not only is this tragically increasing the number of early abortions, therefore causing more preborn babies to lose their lives in this country, but it's putting the lives of women in more danger. Think about this. <clears throat> you see, the abortion pill is designed to be used only up to 10 weeks gestation. But when women do not receive an ultrasound to verify how far along they are, they are estimating it themselves. Often their guesses are not accurate, which, and we see this often in, in the work that we do. And that can lead to horrific complications. So then in December of last year, the FDA made that temporary decision permanent. So now we are stuck with that, okay? Another development happened here in our state of New Jersey back in January. The Freedom of Reproductive Choice Act was signed into law ensuring that New Jersey would continue to have legal abortion throughout all nine months of pregnancy. It's a little harder to find late-term abortions in our area, but all you have to do is travel north to North Jersey, and that's, that's where a lot of them are being done. This law also requires most insurance companies to pay for abortion procedures as part of overall health coverage. So yes, those, both of those cases, very bad news. And to top it off, January 22nd marked the 49th anniversary of legalized abortion in our country, which has led to the loss of 63 million preborn babies. And just to give you perspective, that's equal to the population of Italy. It's, it's really hard to fathom, it really is. But I wanna give you some good news now. I didn't come just to bring bad news. And I will echo what Pastor Randy said earlier. Again, this is why voting is very important. Again, we, we're not gonna tell you who to vote for, but you just look at uh, the, the representative's platform, whether they're pro-life or not. It makes a difference. So the good news, as Probably you all know, in an incredible turn of events, Roe versus Wade, the national legalization of abortion since 1973, the year after I was born is when that passed, it was overturned in June by the Supreme Court and sent back to the states to decide this issue. And we are so very thankful for this huge victory that is, I, I didn't know I would see that in my lifetime, honestly. So it's just an amazing victory. And it is now saving thousands of lives in other parts of the country. It has not changed yet here in our state. We still got work to do, but it is making a difference in other parts of the country. So we are very, very grateful for that. 
In the midst of this fight for life, we choose to celebrate the many lives that have been saved through this vital ministry and thousands of other pregnancy centers like ours around the United States. There are an estimated 3,000 pregnancy centers at this point that do what we, what we do. So we know that life is sacred because God created it, right? He protects it and he values it. I want to read a verse, Deuteronomy 30, 19 says, I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. And this is what, exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to help women choose life. So earlier this year, I want to share a quick story. Tanya, which we'll, we'll call her Tanya. We always change names for privacy. Tanya found us online and she showed up for her appointment letting us know that she was looking to abort. So she received an ultrasound from us, but she was still very conflicted about what decision to make. Even though Tanya still went to her abortion appointment at the clinic uh, days later, she got up and left when she realized they didn't care about her, but we did. So she called our center back to let us know she was keeping her baby. In fact, I think her exact words were, well, I'm having this baby, so what do we do now? <laughs> and uh, she told us that she thanked us for showing her more love than her own family. That's, that's the kind of impact. You know, just like the, the ministries and how you reach out to, to people here in, in this community, that's the difference it can make. So we give God the praise um, every time we see that transformation take place. A new strategy that Cornerstone put into place uh, last summer, actually last June, we are constantly uh, doing trainings and just trying to learn uh, because the, the world of abortion is quickly changing all the time. And so if pregnancy centers are really going to keep up to learn how to be the most effective, you have to be constantly uh, flexing, you know, realizing, okay, we got to update this. We got to do this now. Um, and thankfully we have a great network and a lot of us, we will talk regularly direct. I mean, I'm in two different directors groups that we meet every other month. Uh, and we talk about what we're doing and ideas and strategies. Um, so it's very important to do that. So this new strategy that we put into place, um, we started last summer. Every appointment is uh, either in our Salem Center or on our mobile unit. Have any of you seen our mobile unit? I think there's probably some here, obviously, that have. Yeah. Uh, we still have that. We've had that for about nine years now. And uh, it's a full-size RV equipped with an ultrasound machine. And so we take that out multiple times every week uh, here in Cumberland. I'm sorry. We're not in Cumberland County. Oh, this is Gloucester County, right? We're right over the line from Cumberland. Okay. Uh, but we go to Cumberland County every week with that mobile unit. And then we also do ultrasound appointments in our Salem Center. So uh, the reason we do that is it's the, I'm sorry, let me go back because I don't want to miss this. Every appointment that we do in either of those places is structured to provide life-changing truth in a caring, professional, and medical setting. So each appointment now is very structured. There's actually 15 steps that we take each a pregnancy test appointment through. So we know what we're doing every single step of that appointment. So we're still doing, you know, we've been doing ultrasound for a number of years now since 2006. So that has not changed, but it's just the, the implementation of, of how we're giving the information. And a lot, of th a lot of things are scripted because we've learned better just the, the verbiage, you know, how we need to talk with women who are looking for abortions. Uh, so that was very important to get that into place. It is the truth that sets women free from the lies of the culture, telling them that abortion is the only option. 
and over 80%, this is a nationwide statistic, over 80% will choose life for their baby after seeing a beating heart. That's so crucial. That's why the ultrasound is a game changer. And so we are going to use that every opportunity. And so follow-up appointments. This is very important with, with how we changed our structure, too. Follow-up appointments are very critical in this process, and each woman may receive up to four ultrasounds if needed to ensure viability. We want to make sure, you know, we let them know. You need to know, is, this a, is the baby in the uterus where it's supposed to be with a heartbeat? Okay, you need to know that. Um, and this also provides more bonding between the mom and her baby when she sees that beating heart. So very, very critical. And most importantly, every appointment allows for a time to present the gospel of Jesus Christ done in a format that is loving and respectful. We know God is the one that changes hearts. So if, if you do nothing else but, then, but to pray for Cornerstone, that is huge for us. Our staff prays together regularly because it's a spiritual battle that is going on. And we need God to step in. We need his spirit to work in the hearts of men and women who are confused and just being deceived by the enemy and by the culture that's telling them, you know, what they should do. So I mentioned before how Tanya found Cornerstone online. I want to tell you a little bit. I hope I'm not going to get too techie with my verbiage here, but I, I just want to explain. I feel like it's important for you as supporters to understand, you know, how we're doing this, how we're reaching these women. Uh, so along with updating our client website to be more relevant two years ago, we continued to up our game by paying monthly for Google ads. So how many of you have a smartphone here? Most of us, right? Okay. How many of you use some kind of search engine, whether it's Google or Yahoo, you know, there's a bunch of them, Bing, whatever, right? Most of us, this has kind of become part of our daily existence here in this world, right? We're all searching. It used to be, I'll give my mom a little credit here, when I was a kid and I would be asking a question about something, she'd say, well, go look it up. And that meant I needed to go find the encyclopedia or the dictionary and do my, she was trying to teach me how to learn, you know, on my own and not just, you know, give me all the information. Well, that's what we're doing now with Google, right? Or with any of the other search engines. So this is where women are searching. And so we realized it was really vital for us to have a, an online presence in that way because they're going to Google for that. So we started this over three years ago. And let me tell you, uh, Google ads are not cheap, <laughs> but we took a step of faith and God has always provided um, ever since we started this. And we've increased our budget multiple times. And again, at the beginning of this year. So our advertising team works really hard to, that we partnered with. Uh, we, we can't do this ourselves. There's, there's so much technical stuff going on with algorithms and all these things behind the scenes. So we, we have a pro-life organization that does this for us. They are the expertise on this. Uh, so they work really hard to ensure that when um, women are searching that our ad will come up either at the very top or close to the top so that hopefully they will click on our ad instead of an abortion clinic's ad. Does that make sense? Uh, and I, and I, I'm going to tell you this. I, I think it's okay to say this. You probably understand that Google is not a friend to pregnancy centers. <laughs> um, they continue to make it difficult for us to use their service. So as much as I necessarily don't care for a lot of the things that Google stands for, it's a tool that we need to use because again, this is where women are searching. This is, they're, they're, they're Googling, uh, where can I find a cheap abortion? Where can I find the abortion pill? Okay, so we need to be there. And so they made a change recently uh, that 
Now, this only applies to, uh, does, does the term organic search, does that make sense? To, most of you understand what that is? Basically, when you put a, a term in, what you're searching for, the things that come up, it's, if it says ad next to it, which those are usually at the top, that means that's a paid ad. But you look down a little further, if there's no ad thing next to it, that means that's an organic search that came up, okay? Well, Google's trying to stop more of our things from coming up. So now they made it so that if a woman's searching for abortion information, uh, the organic search won't come up. We won't show up now in the organic search. Very frustrating. Uh, but they did not change the paid Google ads yet. So we're gonna keep going ahead. They don't wanna lose our money, right? Because <laughs> a lot of pregnancy centers are doing this. Uh, so, so far we're able to still continue on with our, uh, with our ads. Um, and, and here's another question. Some people will say, well, why do these women who are looking for abortion wanna come to you when you don't do abortions or you don't refer for abortions? And that's a great question. Well, it's because we still do pregnancy testing and ultrasounds at no cost. And even with the insurance changes this year in our state that's covering abortions in some cases, um, some women don't want to go through abortion, I'm, I'm sorry, they don't want to go through insurance because they don't want their family possibly to know that they're getting an abortion. Like they may be on their parents' insurance. And the other thing is insurance has co-pays, right? So it's not like it's all completely covered 100%. Um, so we're offering them something that's no cost and it's an hour of their time. And we're trying to make it as convenient as possible for them to come to us by go, you know, being at the locations where they're close by, whether they're Salem County or Cumberland County. Uh, so again, it's just learning these strategies that will uh, help to connect with these women. Um, and so we also, an, another part of the strategy is that we will motivate them to want to come to us because we let them know, look, you need to know if this is a viable pregnancy. I'm going to give you a little secret that goes on. I mean, you probably know some things maybe about abortion clinics. If a woman goes to an abortion clinic, first of all, they do an ultrasound. They're not going to show that to them because they know what could possibly happen, that they could change their mind. The second thing is, if they can see on the ultrasound that the woman is getting ready to miscarry, because now it's one in three pregnancies end in miscarriage, it's a very high number, which is very sad, but they're not gonna tell the woman that, and they're gonna do the abortion anyway. So we let them know, look, you may not need to go through a, a procedure if, if you, know, you need to find out if this is a viable pregnancy. Again, we, we want to see them choose life, but we have to talk in ways that they understand why we're there to help them through this process. We're not there to pressure, we don't use pressure tactics, we don't manipulate, we show them the truth, right? Let me, let me share this, this quick quote from uh, one of the leaders that did the training when we went out last summer. We had to go out to um, Omaha, Nebraska last June for this training. She said, if a woman comes to you who's looking to get an abortion and you can talk her out of it, when she leaves and goes back into her normal environment, somebody else can probably talk her right back into it. So the truth is the truth. It's not necessarily pro-life or, or pro-choice or pro-abortion. It's just the truth. And that's why the ultrasound speaks the truth. It shows them a beating heart. You can't really argue with a beating heart. Right? So um, that is our job, is to show her this is a baby. This baby's alive. It has a beating heart. The beating heart, by the way, starts at 21 days. 
before they usually even find out they're pregnant. So knowledge is empowering and truth is transformative. And you are helping hundreds of lives to thrive every year here in Salem and Cumberland. Well, and you're in Gloucester County. We have other churches that support us from Gloucester County too. That happens to be our theme this year at Cornerstone. It's thrive. It's showing women, men, and their children how to flourish in Christ with the support and resources they need to be successful even in difficult circumstances. And it's why we also offer Earn As You Learn. And that's our parenting program with two locations in Salem and one in Bridgeton. So women and men too can be a part of this if they're involved in the situation, can attend a one hour session once a month that is one-on-one with a client advocate where they are educated with their choice from hundreds of lessons. It's an online curriculum that we're using. Hundreds of lessons on prenatal health, parenting skills, life skills, and even Bible studies. They get extra points. So, so they're, doing, they're, they're getting a lot of incentives and they're earning points and we give extra points if they do a Bible study. So they earn points and then they get to use those to shop in our baby boutique. And we have a baby boutique in each of those locations, Salem and Bridgeton. And this is a little shop just for our participants. And many of you know about it because you've also helped us with baby items. That's how we keep them, the, them stocked. We don't normally have to buy too much for that because we have so many generous um, people and churches that have done baby showers and just you know bring in donations to us new and gently used. Um, so thank you for that as well. Uh, another program that we have is, uh, oh, and I'm sorry, before I forget, they can stay in Earn As You Learn until their child is two. So they, they get a lot of support. And it's not just the material support, it's the spiritual and the emotional. It's having that trust with a client advocate because that's why we do the one-on-one sessions because we want there to be that, that trust that's built. So a lot of amazing things are going on in those, in those appointments. Uh, so the next program is our Pregnancy Loss Recovery. And this is an option for women and men to receive healing who have suffered from losing their child to abortion, miscarriage, or stillbirth. You know, it's over 70% expressed regret, whether it's immediately after their abortion or years down the road. This is something our culture doesn't want to talk about. They just act like, oh, you just have to do it sometimes and then you just move on and you forget it happened. That's just not reality. Women out there are suffering, and men too, suffering from depression and anxiety, addictions, uh, relationship problems. The list goes on. Um, And we realized the need that we needed to have something to help bring healing to that. So again, we always offer that. I wish I could say that a lot of women uh, took us up on that, but it's, it's, it's a struggle. Many women, they want to just repress. They want to push that down and, and really just try to pretend. They don't want to make the connection that the issues that they're having could bos- possibly be connected to their abortion. But hey, we'll, we'll take the ones that do say, yeah, I would like the extra help. And again, that's one-on-one, facilitating and bringing them through because it's all about healing and forgiveness in Christ. There's always hope in Christ. Always, whether it's about abortion or any other thing, right? We're, we go through this life, we're going to make mistakes, we're going to sin, but that's why there is forgiveness. And we always want to, we are not there to judge women and men about this issue, we are there to show the love of Christ, and that is what draws people to him, and I think you all know that. See, I'm going to get preaching now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the last thing that we offer is our Get Real program. 
and I'm so excited that we continue to be able to, it, 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 I wasn't sure what this year was gonna bring, uh, because there's been, along with the abortion stuff that's happened in our state, there's been obviously, if you're keeping uh, track of a lot of stuff going on with the curriculum and stuff that's being um, forced to be pushed in schools now with our students, I wasn't sure how this was gonna go, but so far we are having schools, public schools that are still letting us come in, um, because we're starting at grade six, we're going all the way up through high school with valued information on how to have healthy relationships and understand that abstinence till marriage is still the best way. Even in a culture that's telling them the complete opposite. Um, but we're there to show them the truth and love. It's a very interactive program. We also go to youth groups and community groups, wherever there are students that we get the opportunity. Obviously, when we're in public schools, we can't say God, we can't give scripture verses, but we can still give them biblical values. And so it's our one preventative program that we're hoping to help students um, to make better decisions so that hopefully they won't have to come to us for the other services that we offer. So uh, God continues to provide through churches, organizations, and individuals as we unify for this one purpose. So I thank you again for continuing to partner with Cornerstone. Your giving and uh, being a part of fundraisers like the baby bottles is tremendous. Uh, you gave this year, just in the baby bottles, you gave over $600. So that's awesome. And just so you know, that fundraiser alone brings in over $60,000 for us each year. So again, it's every little bit adds up and all the churches that do this together, we probably have about 100 churches that participate in this. Our budget, just so you know, for this year is about $270,000. It's not a huge budget, um, but this, this is a big chunk of it by just doing the baby bottles. So thank you for that. And, and your church has also sent other uh, gifts in. And so we just, I can't stress enough just how grateful we are. Um, because, in case you're not sure of this, we are completely donor supported. We do not accept any government funding because that usually comes with restrictions. Right? And so we have said from the very beginning and continue that now in 39 years that we do not want to be restricted about sharing about Christ because that is our foundation. So uh, we're just so grateful that God provides and uses so many people um, to work together and, and we are always able to pay our bills and every program over the last couple years especially when we've stepped out in faith you know, to, to do more effective things, um, God just continues to, to provide the funding for that. So I will be around after the service. Um, I have brochures with me. If you do want to talk about just uh, learning more ways to partner with Cornerstone or volunteering or just more details, but you can also go to uh, our website for our, our supporters or partners. We developed a year ago. It's called pathtolifepartners.org, and I believe Pastor Randy's going to have that uh, on your website, that information. Uh, you can go there for more details. You can also go there if you do decide you would like to give financially or set up monthly giving. Um, you just go to our donate tab. And also under that donate tab is the option if you do like getting texts um, on your phone. Not everybody does. But if you like to get up-to-date information, we have a group now, a texting group, where we're able to send out when we're meeting with abortion-minded uh, patients or clients and that way we just ask you to pray it's basically just a prayer group and it gives updates when we have women that do change their mind and choose life and we give those updates as well so if that's something that you would like to know about on a weekly basis you can sign up there uh, so 
In closing, I want to leave you with the verse that we chose for our theme, Thrive, this year, which is the well-known and powerful scripture from Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So thank you again, and God bless you all. Thank you for listening to Hope Online Podcast. For more information about Hope Assembly of God, go to www.godgivesyouhope.com or download our app in the App Store.